Hello, welcome to Joy News at 6. The news is live on Joy 99.7 FM and Hits 103.9 FM in Accra and Kumasi on Love 99.5 FM and over 30 affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions including ATL FM Cape Coast, Might FM Tamalik, Bewa Radio Yendi and Inkligi FM Bali. Get radio, TV and online content on the MyJoyOnline.com. Now coming up, the Alan Tremantin campaign team vows to take action ahead of November 4, citing silence of the National Executive Council on the alleged assault of their polling agent during the party's superdelegates congress. We will have to be our own keeper. We'll be prepared and ready uh, on November 4th. We are not going to put our faith in the party because they have shown us that they can't be trusted. Also, the minorities demanding thorough investigations into leaked IGP plot tape indicating disturbing revelations by prime suspect puts the pending elections at risk. If indeed we have such characters in the police service who do not see themselves as professionals, but as MPP party apparatchiks, then God should save our country. We must get to the bottom of it. In business. Economist Intelligence Unit warns that high inflation and interest rates could continue to weigh on growth and investor confidence here in Ghana. Details on the Joy Business Report. And later we'll find out the status of the One District, One Warehouse initiative intended to resolve the post having losses problems in Ghana. I've sold more than about 1,000 bucks. The 1,000 bucks have gone. I've got only about 100 bucks money. I am Amisi Nyamiche Thompson. Please stay tuned for details. In our first story, the Alan Tremantin campaign team is prepared to take matters into their own hands following an attack on the polling agent during the recently concluded NPP Super Delegates Congress in Nalerigu. The deputy spokesperson, Richard Nyama, says the National Executive Council's silence on the matter is deafening, having displaced a dismissive attitude towards the incident. Alan Tremantin and his team visited the polling agent who almost lost an eye in the hospital yesterday. We'll hear from him shortly, but first, listen to the account of the assaulted polling agent, Ali Zakaria. The regional minister also followed up. He voted and did not display his vote. He went and kept it in, inside the ballot box. So the third person was the regional youth organizer. He voted and displayed his vote. So I confronted him and told him, my brother, that is not the way, the rule of the game. We are told that no one should use a phone to snap when you vote. Secondly, we have been told that no one should vote and display his vote. So when I said he picked a plus chair and hit me, so I blocked him this way. Well, Deputy Spokesperson for the Alan Tremontin team, Richard Nyama, is unhappy the party hasn't been swift to deal with the matter. What we have learned from this very conduct is that we will have to be our own keeper. We'll be prepared and ready uh, on November 4th. We are not going to put our faith in the party because they have shown us that they can't be trusted. They will bring guidelines. The guidelines on the D-Day are flouted and uh, are flouted across the country. Nobody is interested in that. When you are done, they will take you to through constitutional processes that end uh, 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 in nothing. So we would uh, make sure that we are ready physically, spiritually, whatever way it is on the D-Day. 
While Deputy General Secretary of the NPP, Harina Mahama, insists the disciplinary committee will probe the misconduct. So inviting these persons before the disciplinary committee does not say that these people I are see. criminals or uh, these people are being part of conducting or uh, spearheading the happenings okay. at this particular centre. Uh, However, the disciplinary committee will investigate those particular misconduct, makes a full, faithful and impartial inquiry mm. into the complaint, and then report in writing the results of the inquiry and the reasons leading to the conclusions reached by that committee and make recommendations to the executive committee based on the results. Uh, of the I, I, I get the points there. The you had Deputy General Secretary of the NPP, Harina Mohammed. Now, the minority is urging the Parliamentary Committee probing the leaked IGP plot tape to conduct thorough investigations into the matter as revelations by the Prime Witness Daniel Bugrinabu puts the country's stability, especially the pending elections, at risk. But before we hear from the minority, listen to Bugrinabu authenticating the tape before the committee. Uh, my office had also, also uh, direct opposite also police station. So you want to tell this uh, committee that all that was said on the tape is valid? Oh, it's valid. Okay. So members of the committee, he has authenticated the tape and uh, now you can commence the interrogation. We can now listen to Deputy Minority Leader Emmanuel Kofi Amabwa, who is demanding the committee to get to the bottom of the case. I mean, it should not happen in Ghana that people who have been entrusted at the highest levels to basically protect and safeguard the interests of the people of Ghana and the stability of this country in terms of security, especially when it comes to elections, see themselves as basically working in the interest of a political party to basically ensure a certain outcome. That is a nightmare. If indeed we have such characters in the police service who do not see themselves as professionals, but as MPP party apparatchiks, then God should save our country. We must get to the bottom of it. And I believe that this committee will do exactly that. Deputy Minority Leader Emmanuel Kofi Amaboa there. Now, the National Commission for Civic Education, NCC, is warning against actions that could jeopardize the nation's democracy. Chairperson for the Commission, Kathleen Addy, speaking at the launch of the Commission's 30th anniversary, says actions such as vote buying and misinformation coupled with economic hardship have the tendency of putting democratic gains of the country at risk of military takeovers, as has been experienced in parts of the subreging. Our democracy is under threat and we must take the threat very seriously. Nothing good came out of the multiple coup d'etat we experienced in Ghana. Nothing but oppression, fear, widespread atrocities and a culture of silence that those who did not live through the era can never imagine or understand. Again, I urge us all to go back and read the National Reconciliation Commission report and refresh our memory of those that we have been there we have done that. We know the outcome. May we never suffer those days in Ghana again. Yeah, chairperson for the national the, the national CIF Commission for Civic Education, Kathleen Adi. Now, in 2018, government started the implementation of the One District, One Warehouse to solve problems of post-harvest losses in the country. While some warehouses have been operationalized, the warehouse in the Kasana Nankana West District in the Upper East Region remains closed. Security man at the facility has started rearing poultry there. Features editor Georgia Kobna reports. The construction of warehouses under the Infrastructure for Poverty Eradication Program 
will be a major booster in our efforts to guarantee food security and the transformation of the agricultural sector. Well, behind me is the one district, one warehouse in the Kasanankana area. Brilliant idea for farmers to actually farm and then when they have excess, they bring it here for storage and then later it's released onto the market. Brilliant idea. But, but, let's go in and find out what it's serving its purpose. The government has not put the warehouse to use. So the security man there has started rearing chicken in the warehouse. One district, one warehouse is a very coherent policy to help farmers store their harvest and reduce post-harvest losses. It complements the Planting for Food and Jobs program. Of course, the people of Kasna Nankna West were excited about this project because it would help them store excess rice, which usually sells at three bags for the price of two in times of bumper harvest. I've sold more than about 1,000 bags. The 1,000 bags have gone. I've got only about 100 bags money. Well, farmers like Isaac Pabia looked forward to the completion and operationalization of the warehouse Jojo Kobinen's report. Now, while West District Chief Executive Vida Dorothy has disclosed that the Assembly has enacted bylaws which are punitive enough to deter people from engaging in child marriages, it follows rising concerns about cases in the district. The bylaws, she believes, when implemented, will curb a joint use. Apple West Regional Correspondent Rafik Salam reports. One major issue, which is a serious challenge to the development of the Wild West District, is child marriage. Though the Wawa District Assembly have put on stringent measures aimed at cabinet, the practice is still done by the Duruti is the Wawa District Chief Executive. Child marriage is being practiced in some of our communities, and that's go a long way to affect our children's education in the district. By the Duruti is however hopeful that the latest by laws by the Assembly are punitive enough to deter persons. Some of the punishment is that if it is a schoolboy that has impregnated a colleague, schoolgirl, now we frown against abortion. So when the girl is pregnant, we allow that girl to stay in school till she delivers. The period that the girl will be away from school, the boy will also have to stay away from school. So that it will be a fair punishment for both of them. If it is a community member who is not a schoolboy, then that person will be asked to pay some fines. Rafik Salam's report ending the bulletin in our top story. The Alan Tremantin campaign team vows to take action ahead of November 4th site in silence of the National Executive Council on the alleged assault of the appalling agent during the party's Super Delegates Congress. I'm Amir Sinyamiche Thompson. Business is next on the Super Morning Show.